Eight contender, Kenny Sims Jr. Kenny takes on Christian Rubio Minnow on August 21st, live in the main event on Bally Sports Network uh, in Orlando, Florida. Kenny, what's happening tonight? Uh, good. I'm just getting in from the gym. So <clears throat> everything going good. Camp going good. Ready. Let's uh, talk about this fight coming up as we tape uh, this interview. It's about 11 days out. Uh, take on uh, on Minnow. Well, what can you tell us about this fight? The fight specifically, uh, I just treat I treat the biggest fight of my life because at this point, it, the next fight could be the biggest part. Make a strong slip up, don't take no shortcuts, and just work. Working. Um, one of the WBA titles, one of the regional titles, continental titles, one of them. I don't know exactly that to move me up in the ranking. So I know I'm getting close to the to the ultimate goal of a world title. Making sure I'm ready. You've been on a nice little roll in your last few fights, starting especially starting with the win over uh, uh, Elvis uh, Rodriguez before that. You know, a couple wins. Daryl uh, Humphrey, Jermaine Corley, and uh, Keyshawn Williams back on Christmas night. Uh, talk about this uh, little streak they're on. Uh, uh, I just been around people that. I- I can learn from we learn from each other uh about myself like my body like my nutrition making sure all that is good weight the right way making sure i'm training the right way make sure i'm not over training so i just like when i took the losses i was learning on the job basically so i would say a loss is not, not a loss it's a lesson but i really i really believe that with me because those early setbacks, I wouldn't be the uh, fighter I am now. So I don't think I was. So it, you, the, you, the streak is like me being what I was supposed to be initially. So Yeah, I mean, just want to talk about those quick uh, losses for, for a second. Uh, I I think I was present at all of them, and obviously I, when I was working in, my, you know, working in my PR capacity, I know there are a couple times where you know I have to get go back in the locker room and get quotes from the the winners, the losers, those fights and those fights, those losses, those draws. You were very emotional. There were a couple times where you you couldn't bring yourself to even talk. Talk about that. And, and, and did like a light bulb go on? You know, maybe coming from the like you mentioned their lessons and all that. Did like a light bulb go on? Because obviously everyone knows. The talent that, that you had coming out of the amateurs, the the uh, great documentary d- done on you uh, as you embarked on your pro career. Did, 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 was there like a, a particular point where, where things started to turn around for you, where, where that light bulb went on? Well, that first part about me like being emotional, <laughs> I just hate losing. Like, mm-hmm. right, I hate losing more than I love winning, and so I hate. I just hate losing. So. That's what, uh, and yeah, uh, losing would be a, a, a light bulb, just like with anything else. Like when you don't do something, like tough to up to you, able to do it, that you gonna you know, try to find out what you got to do to fix it, make, make sure everything the time to just make sure everything was right, so I can be myself when I was in the ring. So that was just it. I took a step back and. 
found added people to my, my found my my niche for where how I was supposed to be and what I was supposed to be doing. The, the, I mean, obviously, the fight that kind of put you, I, I would say, back on the map was the Rodriguez fight. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I've seen that fight and the fight that you fought against uh, Keyshawn on uh, on Christmas night. Y- you could just tell, even without talking to you, just the body language. You're a much more confident fighter. Is that fair to say? Yeah, that's, that's 100% true. I think uh, just being around like all the people I train, with now, like we push Troy, Ivy, Duke, Reagan, uh, uh, Bruce Carrington, training together. We do everything together when we're in camp. So, like, it's like they give me confidence. We give each other tips. They give each other tips. Like, we all got a lot of experience. Like, they just turned all three of them went to the Olympics that I just named. So, we're just learning off each other. And Jared Anderson, like, Shakur getting around my butt a lot of the times. Like, uh, are you um? Yeah, obviously these guys are they they're from different parts of the country. Mm-hmm. Are, are you? Uh, I remember you, you trained mostly in Chicago. Are you kind of spread spreading out where you're doing some camps now? Uh, yeah, you, uh, you kind of going going away? Uh, yeah, my last two Vegas, so I'm in Vegas right now. Uh. Before that, I was in Colorado for that Elvis fight. When I'm when I uh, got a fight coming up, I'm not in Chicago because it's just better for me. Because like in Chicago, about ninety nine percent know I'm gonna get the best of the sparring. Like, ain't nobody gonna really like push me to where I need to be percent. So I need to get out to push myself. Is is this also kind of part of the turnaround as well? Is it going away to to, to Vegas yeah, and Colorado Springs? Definitely, definitely. Like, like that's a big part of it because, like I said, just the people I'm around. Uh, we spark, I spark more competition, especially here in Vegas. Everybody come here to train, so I'm sparring. Top. Then uh, just in the gym, it's top guys in the gym. They see me spar and they just tell me something, and then they. Even if they're not t- telling me, like, no instructions or no, no, like, t- giving me compliments about, like, like, even some people, like, they'd be like, they never knew me. And then, oh, my God, like, who are you? And be like, so that that's even a part of, like, a confidence boost. I'm not, like, I know I, I, I'm better than a lot of most people on, like, on the planet at boxing and stuff. <laughs> And as, as we mentioned before, major amateur star that you were, the documentary. You know, a lot of people knew you very early in your career and, you know, the expectations. You know, obviously, after the losses, people kind of uh, pushed you to the side a little bit. Uh, I, I, the question, question I ask, and I, I think I may or may not know the answer here, is sometimes without those high expectations – does that relieve some pressure for you, and you maybe you, you you can fight a little bit more freely and, and and do things a little bit more freely without those high expectations? Uh, no, I don't think that. I don't, I don't think that got nothing to do with it. I just it was just to learn about myself, like physically, and mentally. Like I don't think that, I was like I had expectations. Like even if 
it's not other people, myself, and my expectations from people that know me, those, I, I think about those like outsiders' expectations of me. Like, those don't really, like, move me. Like, like people personally, they always had high expectations of me. So my whole life. So, so you mentioned this fight, and I, I know you're not, like, looking ahead of yourself, but you said, you know, maybe a couple fights could be, you know, you said this is the biggest fight of your life, and it's for a regional title and whatnot, and there could be uh, fights for a bigger titles, a fight, two fights down. down. Uh, yeah, I know on Bally Sports Network, I know you fought a couple fights with the P, uh, Premier Boxing Champions as well. So, uh, I mean, uh, anything you've been told, you, I mean, you've been looking at, What's going on? The 140 pound division. Josh Taylor, who was the uh, who had all four belts, mm-hmm. you know, is kind of uh, given a couple belts out. Uh, I know uh, next Saturday night, one of his belts is going to be a fault for between Puelo and. I fought with him out here. Yeah. Who, who's that? Puelo. Puelo. Who, oh, who, who just fought with? Puelo. I fought with him a lot. My uh, last camp. So is that a guy with – I know he, he, people, fighters, don't really talk about sparring. Yeah, I tried to say so, yeah. it's not sparring. No, really. Well, I'll word it a little bit differently. If, if you know, you, like you said, you win the next two, you know, one, two, three fights, whoever it is, and Puelo, you know, gets his hand raised next Saturday night, is that a guy, if they call Kenneth Sims' number to fight for a world title – is that guy you'd feel, uh, you know, have some confidence in going against him for a world title? Yeah, for sure. I got confidence going against anybody for a world title. So, like, I don't <laughs> – I, I got to be on planet Earth. Like, I think I'm one of the best in my world. I got confidence against anybody. They call me and say I could fight him for a title. But, but it's just work. We can – we don't – it's not like – my, my friend or anything, or my brother. Yeah, we don't we can get to that. Really. Do, do, do you see now, I mean, the way you look at it with uh, Taylor giving up some belts, it looks like he's going to fight Catterall again. Uh, some of the belts have been splintered out now, and it looks like after he fights Catterall, he could be moving up to welterweight. you see this as a wide-open division right now? Yeah, I definitely do. I think, uh, I think it's a lot of, I think, it's open for somebody to take take that take it over. It's, it's like it's a lot of people in this division that can, can win a world title. So it's wide open. I think I think Taylor probably move up after the Carroll fight. So that'll be two more times. Obviously, and then and then I guess and Regis and and Zapata are gonna fight. And I guess Ramirez may fight the winner of that fight. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, I, I like like all those. I fight all those people. Like, um, I'm not discriminating. I fight all of those guys, uh, especially. I, I fight all the like Regis. Regis is my guy. We cool. But I don't know why we do it. Real quickly, going back to the fight for the 21st, meet me. You know, what, what do you know about him? Uh, I don't, I don't know too much. I uh, I, I watch videos I seen on YouTube. But, but it's only like two videos on YouTube. I know he's short and he kind of uh, aggressive. He got 17 knockouts, 22 wins, so he got he power. But I don't really 
uh, know too much about him. Uh, I just when they seen, seen, but like uh, uh, I seen his right, uh, but I think I'm, I'm a, I think I should like I like I've been I got plan on doing uh, a pretty good fight. He got a good record. Uh, and obviously, he, he's a gateway to, to to bigger, better things for you. What do you want to say to the fans in closing before we see you on uh, Sunday night, August 21st? Ready, everybody. Make sure you tune in on Bally's. Uh, having a great camp. Twitter, Instagram, at Ken Sims Jr. Uh, I've been working. I'm trying to a long time since we had a world champion. I'm trying to be the next one. There you have it. Kenneth Bossman Sims Jr. So uh, I, I like the nicknames. I always have to get, get, get that one in for you. So, Kenny, we thank you for a few minutes of your time. Uh, we will see you on Sunday night, August 21st, live on Bally Sports Network from the Caribe Royale in Orlando, Florida. We will uh, talk to you along the way, and hopefully, you know, uh, we'll talk to you, you know, within a couple fights, and maybe we'll be uh, talking about a world title fight. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. There you have it. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you, Kenneth.